me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. This upcoming podcast is rated M for Mature. We use swearsies and talk about adult stuff. All contents herein are for entertainment purposes only, and all stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and should not be taken as any sort of gospel. Listener discretion is advised. Everybody, welcome back to the Utah Outcast, and I'm doing this without a script right now, so I, hopefully it's coming out okay. Uh, this is episode number 281. We're so glad to have you along for the ride. If you're catching us on YouTube, yeah, don't pay attention to that 281. This is like episode number 3,483 for everybody else out there. Uh, anyway, I'm your host for this and every episode. I go by the name X, and uh, that's not because I'm trying to be edgy or anything, but it's better than names like Jean. Anyway, joining me tonight, we have Kyle, we have Joe, and I've said it before on the other uh, things, is that it's his birthday this week, so happy birthday, Joe. Happy hey, 64th thank you. to you. 64. Oh. And we also have Sardukat, who's joining us once again. All of these returning champions, I keep putting out on Twitter, hey, if you guys want to join the show, please uh, let me know, and I'll have you on the show. But it seems to be our patrons seem to be the ones that step up the fucking most of anybody else out there. So now that it's a new week... Uh, what have all of you been up to that you might want to talk about uh, if you can talk about it legally? So, uh, Kyle, I'm going to go with you. <laughs> I'm going to single you out. What have you been up to the last week? You look like you just got fucking somebody said something mean about your kids. It's no, like, oh, I haven't done anything. I am trying to think if I've done anything particularly interesting. Uh, no, nothing. Yeah, it's kind of funny when you get near your for when you're in your forties. It's like. Hey, did anything happen this week? Well, I didn't die. I didn't die, and I I had food. That, that's about <laughs> it. Now, I did have a question come in from our Facebook. I'm oh, not Facebook. Yeah. Our, our YouTube. I put it out in the community with a picture of Frank Gorshin saying, <laughs> if you have any questions for Kyle and Felicia, let me know. Uh, mm -hmm. Somebody wanted to ask, because of Rants and Reels, Kyle, what are your five favorite movies from your childhood that still hold up and while you're thinking of those five i'm going to move on to sardicat or joe what have you guys been up to this past week anything been going on with you guys well actually i had i mentioned it earlier but yeah one of my um kitties had passed away this weekend so yeah goddamn death sorry fella yeah i appreciate it yeah but otherwise for the most part life has been good I had to turn in a, let's see, about 14 or 15 page application for some training that I'm hoping to uh, be able to take at work. That's going to take me pretty much around the world with the, the organization that I work for that uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But at the same time, I'm fucking terrified because I started thinking about, you know, not just day job, but I started to realize 
oh my God, this organization is going to be spending X amount of dollars on me and I'm actually going to have to show up with fucking results. And I'm like, oh, I, I don't take things seriously enough most of the time to be able to do something like this. It's like, it, it, God damn it. The first thought I had in my mind, and I'm not kidding you. It wasn't family. It wasn't like job. It wasn't anything like that. The first thought that came to mind is, how the fuck am I going to record Utah Howcast during all this? <laughs> Get one of your kids. So, I mean, some coming up sometime like later on, like probably like September, October, if I get into it, you're going to have a reduced segment of the show. I'm not going to stop completely, but I, I will continue to do something. There'll um, be there'll be ways. We'll figure it out. We'll we'll figure it out as we get closer to it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But that that's not anything I could. I'm not going to plan on it because it's just one of those things where you fart in the wind and hope somebody catches a whiff of it. And it's not mm -hmm. going to be. It's a matter of people way, way the fuck higher up on my food chain <laughs> than me that gets to say, yeah, I smelled that. You know, that's not mm -hmm. going to be something that I get to, you know, I did my part. Now it's just out there. So, yeah. Anyway, Joe, like I said, it's your 64th birthday. Yeah. Yeah. 64th birthday. And how did I spend my birthday? Oh, Friday being my birthday. Doctor. Doctor. And then I came out. It was cold when I went there. I come out, it's 82 degrees, and I'm sweating like crazy in my heavy jacket. Hey. <laughs> Did your doctor wish you a happy birthday? Well, doctor just... He used one finger instead of two this time. <laughs> More brand, brand new. I'm still trying to negotiate a contract with my beta cells in the pancreas, and they won't come to the bargaining table. Mm-hmm. Mm. Though you did share in the chat a picture of you having hair, which threw me for a fucking loop, man. <laughs> oh, wait a second. Wait. <laughs> yeah, the full right, on So while Joe's pal. going to go look for a picture, uh, Kyle, have you thought of fi any of the five <laughs> movies from your childhood that you wanted to bring up? I'm trying, I'm trying to decide how I want to define from my childhood. So I'm just going to say a movie that I saw when I was a kid. There you go. So we're, we're going we're gonna to go with uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back, of course. Still holds up. Great. Still holds movie. up. Temple I of Doom. I still have the college ID. <laughs> oh, no. Hang on. We got to see the college ID. Oh, it's coming out, Kyle. It's uh, I, I better. <laughs> this was me. This was a 17-year-old Joe Bacon. That was me at the age of 17. <laughs> wow. And... For those listening on podcast only, you're looking at like a longer haired Jonah Hill. A longer haired Jonah Hill with very, very kinky hair. <laughs> now let's take a look. Well, I mean, you are Jewish, so I mean there's <laughs> Yeah. I'm I'm not dogging on you. I'm just saying I have the same kind of afro there, Joe. <laughs> so it wasn't an afro, but when I was it, it brings back memories of being in high being in um <laughs> being in third grade and being called n-word head oh, and up. this was me at the age of 23 and i when i was <laughs> in call i was just completing undergrad work and i continually consumed a green leafy substance along with the rest of my friends and the, the frat 
You've got the best shit-eating grin in that picture. That's the best. I was hot. Let me tell you something. Before I did this picture, half of us had about three or four. No, it was more than that. Five of got us. Like, the eyes like this. Was like... Yeah. yeah, there were five of us doing a bong. <laughs> I, think we, we, I think we did three bongs in a row before I took that picture. Oh, those nice. were the days back in the seventies <laughs> when, when it was fun. So, Kyle, four more movies. <laughs> Wait, four, four more, three, three four more, more movies, three more. Did you do the second movie? You Temple did Empire. of Doom. Empire. Empire oh, sorry, yeah, Temple of Doom. Okay, Temple of Doom. Okay, uh, Hard Day's Night, Lawrence of Arabia, and uh, no, I didn't see that until I was older. So we'll go with uh, Modern Times. I don't know what the hell modern times is. Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, about saying ah, it's starting mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Now I'm wondering if they're talking about movies from your childhood. Like when well, I mean, that those... came out when you were a child or something you saw. Yeah, I don't know. It's As, a bit vague I mean, there, so it, it's it's a bit vague, but those were all those were all films I saw uh before the age of you know nine. I still remember the very first movie my dad took me to. Empire Strikes Back. No, no, no. This that was, was mine. <laughs> Nineteen for me, nineteen fifty nine, and it was a Vincent Price movie, and it was the one with William Castle used Percepto on, and if Percepto was like this, I'm trying to remember. It was the Tingler with with Vincent Price. And I'm a three-year-old watching this that movie. That would be a fucking Vincent, Vincent Price. Movie. Vincent Price. <laughs> Vincent Price doing LSD, <laughs> and he was supposedly just when you're screaming, this creature crawls up your spine. And there's a scene where the creature comes out of a body and it gets into a movie theater, and all of a sudden the screen goes black, and Vincent Price is saying, "You must scream." The tingler is loose in the theater. He sees something moving across the screen. They turn on the Percepto device. Dad is sitting in a seat with the Percepto. And he's, oh! <laughs> I'm sitting there saying, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I, you never forget your first movie. Mm. Yeah. William Castle had all those gimmicks. I mean, there, were, there was one uh, Percepto. There was Percepto. There was one house on Haunted Hill, which was Emergo, where one part of the movie you see a skeleton coming out of an acid bath, and then all of a sudden this skeleton comes across the top of the theater, being pulled by a string. And one time the string stuck, and then it's just sitting there, it's just hanging there. People were starting to toss stuff at it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I guess this can go out. This can go out to everybody in the audience. It was mainly for Kyle and Felicia, but it works for all of us. What was the worst job you've ever had and what made it the worst? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'll, I'll start to give people a chance to build up whatever they need in their brain. I've worked at Lifetime Products Incorporated, which is a literally stones throw away from my house. I could throw a fucking stone and hit a building this 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 company owns. All of your folding chairs, folding tables. Uh, basketball hoops and everything. Most of them come from this company that's called Lifetime Products Incorporated. Uh, when I worked there, it was for minimum wage, like seven twenty-five in two thousand four. 
And it was a it was a step up from the job that I had before because I couldn't count on the hours. So at least at this one, I can count on 40 hours a week kind of thing. Uh, it was a shit job. It was an absolute shit job for the very fact that uh, personal protective equipment was optional for a lot of the shit that we mm-hmm. did at this place. So uh, when we came to like doing powder coating for a lot of the stuff that we were working on, uh, they didn't give you respirators. They gave you shitty little 3M masks that you could like <laughs> clasp down the metal over your nose so you didn't breathe in the fucking metal dust that was going out of this thing. That that fucking sucked. Uh, on top of that, we had to clean the stoves, uh, the ovens quite often. So we had to go into it and clean out all the fucking nasty shit that was in there. But primarily my job was a uh, I fed metal into the fucking like welding robots. But on top of that, you also had to make the rim of the basketball hoop that was from the metal like and it came out of a roller system the fucking pneumatic roller system that came out of it and you had to take the hoop off after it got pinched and i think about it now and i'm like i was working next to a machine that was capable of pinching metal that's like a half inch thick like just pinching this metal and popping it off the fucking jig and i would put it into the welder jig so they could like tack a fucking uh tack it closed so it would be able to go into the machine that job sucked man because i was getting like welding uh cinders that were were coming through the hard hat they were coming through my clothes i managed to do the welding every once in a while and i'd get fucking all sorts of injuries i've had i had to have multiple fucking tetanus shots from working at that place i'm not dogging on them i'm just saying it was a shitty job it was a shitty job because of the fact that it w- it required a lot out of you. So uh, that's it for me. So uh, any of you guys have anything else you want to talk about? Shitty jobs? I will never work for a law firm ever again. <laughs> I work. It was the fir- first time I did it. I was working as a project coordinator for a law firm in their IT department. Oh, and no. some, I remember from the interview, they said, how do you feel about working with lawyers? And I have no problem with that. What I learned is how do you feel about working for people trying to please lawyers? And then just getting all these, you know, you know, C you know, level, uh, you know, memorandums and emails, you know, and just, okay, I need to get leave this job real quick because it's just the most unethical place ever and never again. Oh. And I've been to oh. bad units in the yeah. army too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I delivered newspapers for six years. Two newspaper routes. I delivered the Pittsburgh Post Gazette in the morning where I had to get up at five o'clock for six years. The Pittsburgh Press in the afternoon and Sundays. I hated it because I had to go and collect from everybody and they would always be fucking stiffing me. <laughs> Come back next week. Well, and you'd always, yeah, and then they talked about, oh, you know, you'll be able to save up enough for college. <coughs> yeah. Well, if I collected then, off of maybe. everybody, if I, if I collected <laughs> from everybody, I got a dollar ninety-eight. <sighs> I, and, man, it was, it was just like people would be calling and they'd be yelling at mom because where's my paper? And 
hey, I just start the paper out at five o'clock in the morning and people are already ringing the phone at 515, waking up mom and yelling at her. Where's my paper? Where's my two dollars? Where's my two dollars? Two dollars. Kyle, what about you, man? You've had, you've had a shitty I job, I know. I well, I've had plenty of shitty jobs. So, uh, I mean, I was a I was a a kitty ride operator for an amusement park. <laughs> um. Oh. Are we talking was, bulgy the whale kind of kitty ride? Or are we? Yeah. Talking- <laughs> yeah. That was kind oh. of. That was kind of. That was kind of terrible, but you know, not really too bad. Uh, I was a, uh, I did uh, cold calling sales. Oh no! For uh, oh. home security oh, no. systems for a oh, short no. period Outbound of time. Calls. No. Oh no! That oh. was I did that for about a, a week and a half. <laughs> That's about how long I lasted at that. I was gonna say if we're going like length of time, I worked at Toys R Us for one like two days altogether. <laughs> yeah, no that that job pretty much ended the day my uh, my older brother's phone num- phone number came up on the on the list, <laughs> and I saw it and I went, you know, I should probably not call it. <laughs> no, for I'm gonna was, call it. This work- is gonna be too much fun <laughs> for me working at Toys R Us. It was the fact of I know where the security cameras are. Mm-hmm. I know what they look for when they're stealing stuff. God damn it! This is too much of an op- like an opportunity for me to steal <laughs> everything that I possibly want to steal. I never did. Lawyers mm-hmm. that might be listening to this, I'm just saying that's the white- reason I quit is because I'm like, nope, that's too much of a temptation. So, <laughs> okay, Kyle, sorry, back to you. <laughs> no, but the actual, you know, worst job. Uh the the one that was the one that was actually soul crushing. I was a a a talent scout. <laughs> for about six months uh just destroying the i just the the this is this was an agency that just destroyed people uh <laughs> it killed me <sighs> uh, just like, every no, single time you're gonna be great <laughs> yeah no no it's gonna be gonna be great uh yeah no just <laughs> One of those, pretty much every, pretty much every uh, talent agency is just a little bit of a grift, just a little bit. Some of them are some more so than others, but some can be legit. But well, even the legit ones are still a little. They're bit still of taking it. you for your. It's like sad. They're still, oh, they're still you taking know? you for a ride. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So that was that was that wasn't fun. So, I feel for you, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the other side of that, the uh, uh, being uh, doing doing uh, scouting A and R for a, a record label was a lot of fun. That one was fun. My whole uh, vision of A and R got like completely fucking wrecked when <laughs> Matt Pinfield started doing A and R, and I'm like, oh no, no. <laughs> yeah oh that's weird like i can't believe that's a position that makes money <laughs> i mean it doesn't it doesn't make much money no you have to you have to bring in a fucking whale of a of a group for it oh to yeah make anything, well so. and even and even if you do if you're a you know really low on the really low on the the totem pole guy somebody else gets it you just yep. get oh yeah no you just you brought him in just, 
Great. You just bring him in. Somebody else signs them. Somebody else signs them, and they make mm-hmm. all the fucking money off of bringing them in. So, yep, yeah. Mm-hmm. And our artiste and representement, it's it's French. I remember from something like that. Time. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, it, it basically means you go to all the. Uh, you all go the, to concerts. You go. You local go to concerts. Yeah, you go to all the <laughs> local concerts, and they're like, "Hey, you'd like to get screwed, wouldn't you?" Yeah. I, I used to go to a lot of lo- fucking local shows and there was a lot of groups. I'm like, this would be great if you guys made it local. I mean, big, but uh, as we've learned from uh, most bands that have gone big from being on the scene here in Utah, mm-hmm. it never really pans out like Poe. What happened to them? <laughs> Poe is from Utah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Poe is from Utah. Yeah. Oh. They were a local band. Yeah. And we just had yeah. the Jaggers from Ambridge, and- PA. Uh, we got prince a band called uh stretch armstrong came from here and Mm -hmm. neon trees came from here uh uh, let's see Uh, essentially um you know i'm not even thinking the fucking band is i can't remember who it was i was gonna say it was the killers but they're vegas but yeah by means of utah really Mm -hmm. so uh the the crazy thing is like the music scene in utah isn't salt lake it's Utah County, like Provo and Orem, <laughs> where BYU is. It's kind of crazy. A, yeah, to a certain to a certain degree. Yeah. Yep. Okay, folks, we uh we need to pass you off to the mm-hmm. regular show. So uh we're gonna go ahead and uh have our first little commercial break here, and we'll be right back. This is the Utah Outcasts. Hi, I'm God, and I just wanted to make sure to tell you not to listen to Unapologetics. On Stitcher and SoundCloud. That's unapologetics with an X at the end. But, uh, yeah, definitely do not listen to the show. I mean, I swear to me, I, I will murder my son. Uh, well, I mean, I kind of already did that, but uh, don't, just don't listen to the show, okay? Hey, Lucy. Can you, not, can you not call me that, okay? We already went over what my name is, okay? It's Lucifer. All right, look, Lucy. Uh, you want to come with me? I'm going to go fuck with this guy, Joe. No, don't, don't do that, okay? Can you just leave him alone? Yeah, I'm going to kill his family. No, don't, don't do that. I'm going to give him sores all over his body. Don't, don't, don't do that. That's disgusting. And, uh, I'm going to kill all of his livestock. You know? just, oh, stop, stop saying things. Just stop. Yeah, I'm going to blame the whole thing on you. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go, bud. Remember, don't listen to Unapologetics on Stitcher and SoundCloud. Definitely listen to that show. It's awesome. It's really cool. He's really a dick. I heard that. So much for the snow beast. Oh, thank you, Mr. Skeletor. You saved us. You really are wonderful. Listen, I am not nice, I am not kind, and I am not wonderful. And I'm still delivering you to Horde Prime. This comes to us from the Friendly Atheist blog at Pathios.com. This says, around the same time that the White House spiritual advisor Paula White was telling lies about how a prayer reduced crime after 9-11, which is a whole nother segment that I'm not going to do this week, uh, she was also stepping up her calls for prayers for the president. Apparently, Secret Service can't do much to shield Trump from the animal kingdom and so-called, quote, satanic pregnancies, she said there. And the the quote that she said here is like, 
We cancel every surprise from the witchcraft, any spirit of control, any Jezebel. We come against the Marine Kingdom. Are we talking like Aquaman? I mean, Submariner. No, yeah, if you're Marvel, I'm a DC guy. And if you're a fan of like the non stuff, it'd be the deep. Or was a uh, Namor. The sunken city of Riley. Yeah, the deep ones live there. So uh, we come against the animal kingdom. We break the power in the name of Jesus. And the last line here is the one that is pivotal to where this story continues. It says, we command any satanic pregnancies to miscarry right now. But, but wait a second, I thought she was so pro-life. Which is fascinating to me because Paula White is pro-life, but she's against satanic pregnancies, which I, uh, I'm i going to skip the rest of this story and move right in for Infernal Use Only, which is the Lucian Greaves blog on Pathios, where he goes, Dear Pastor White, and yes, he gets the best voice here because Paula White is a shrill asshole. And uh, sorry, don't mean to use shrill, because, especially with the lady, but it's Paula White. I mean, well, it's it's apt. Is. It's it's an apt description. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm not I'm not trying to say women that, you know, say no, something no, I no. don't like or yeah. shrill, but no. I, Paula White uh-huh. is God. Goddamn my social justice lifestyle where I get worried about stuff like that, especially when I'm talking about fucking Paula White. Anyway, pulpit pimp. <sighs> Lucian Greaves. Here we go. Dear Pastor White, greetings from the Satanic Temple. We are very pleased this weekend to learn that you had a very recently publicly prayed for God to induce miscarriages and satanic pregnancies at a time in which Satanists have had to fight desperately to retain their bodily autonomy, which is one of the seven tenets, you know, one bodies is inviolable uh, subject to only like your own will alone. Uh, uh, let's see to retain their bodily autonomy in the face of increasingly restrictive anti-abortion laws. We are glad that your logic must necessarily lead you to support the unrestricted abortion access for Satanists seeking to end unwanted pregnancies. I am writing to ask you to take a bolder step in the name of your faith to lend your support to our religious reproductive rights campaign. And they're coming here to Utah, guys. They're going to be like like Lucian and those guys are going to be here because we raised the most money because Utah's fucking awesome. Which seeks to invoke religious exemptions from abortion restrictions on behalf of Satanists. I, even the T-shirt that I got from the fundraiser has like the 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 tenant where it's like the bodies and the bodily autonomy one. So consistent with our tenants, which call for bodily autonomy and acting in accordance with the best scientific evidence, TST religiously. I see what you did there. Uh, objects to many of the restrictions that states have enacted. That interfere with abortion access. TST is taking many steps on behalf of our members and those who share our beliefs to establish exemptions from laws that do not promote the health and safety of patients and violate our conscience and beliefs. As you know, more than half of all abortions in the United States are sought by Christian women. God damn, that's fucking great. Praise the Lord. <laughs> More than half. More than half are sought by Christians. You fucking hypocrites. 
while only 38% are sought by the non-religious, and only 8% are sought by women who belong to non-Christian religion. So it is especially forward-thinking of you to single out Satanists as a deserving of expression the reproductive freedoms they champion. While the Satanic Temple is officially non-theistic, we do hold as to one of our central tenets that, here's the, here's the tenet here, one's body is inviolable, subject to one's own will alone. That's one of the reasons that I joined the Satanic Temple, actually. That, that's one of the better tenets that they have. Uh, we are delighted to learn that you share that view. We are impressed at your integrity and boldly supporting our reproductive rights, especially as many of your cohorts, cohorts dishonestly equate abortion with baby killing, a notion completely at odds with science. It will not come as news to you that, according to the Centers for Disease Control, 91% of abortions in America are performed before the 13th week of pregnancy, which is scientifically impossible, big bold letters here, for the fetus to experience conscious pain. By contrast, a newly hatched chicken is far more conscious. There is more ethical quandary in a chicken sandwich than in a first trimester abortion. God damn, I love this man. <laughs> very, very well said. Yes. It was a true relief to all of us at the Satanic Temple to see you in particular defending our health right, our healthcare rights, as we know that you will put your substantial fortune where your mouth is. <laughs> While exact figures are unknown, you are estimated to carry a net worth of roughly $5 million. The average abortion only costs around $500. Thus, 10 of our members could exercise their constitutional, and in parentheses here, and as you see it, God-given, right to terminate their pregnancies for a mere $5,000, or 0.01% of your estimated net worth. You may send this check directly to our headquarters, the Satanic Temple Religious Reproductive Rights Campaign, 64 <laughs> Bridge Street, Salem, Massachusetts, 01970. Yours in justice and freedom, Lucian Greaves, co-founder and spokesperson for the Satanic Temple. Man. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 today, and today, I went shopping at Costco. And who is picketing Costco? A bunch of Religious right, pro-lifers attacking Costco for supporting that godless thing called Planned Parenthood. <laughs> now, if that gets uh, somehow lost in the edit, he said Planned Parenthood. So. Mm -hmm. Yes, I, and I did use a little tongue foo with several of them. <laughs> and after the protest, they got rotisserie chickens for a discounted price. That's what I had for dinner tonight. <laughs> Ain't nothing like Costco Costco chicken, man. Costco Ooh. rotisserie chickens are fucking great. Man. They're right, man. They're like crack. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I've got to have my Costco chicken fix at least once a week. It's bad it's enough you're going to chicken. and you're dreaming of it. <laughs> you know you could buy like the uh the bags of the rotisserie chicken that they put like into like container yeah. bags where you, you can use to like cook other meals. 
wow. it's so good. Oh, yeah. it's so good. <laughs> because they're like, oh, damn, we didn't sell this chicken. Well, we might as well make a buck off of it anyway. Let's go ahead and chop <laughs> it up and fucking put it into a fucking bag. Mm-hmm. <sighs> good stuff. But I, I just love the fact that Paula White had to open her mouth about satanic babies and miscarriages <laughs> and and Lucian's ready to fucking pounce saying, well, excuse me, ma'am, but uh, I believe you may help with that. Please send us some of your money. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the that's the best thing about the satanic temple is that like Christians are able to go, well, we have faith in our belief and Satanists are like, yeah, I mean, us too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Who's right in this regard? What are you going to do? <laughs> well, I don't know. We can back up all our beliefs. Yeah, I mean, our seven tenets make a lot more fucking sense than the ten fucking commandments. <laughs> well, you don't have to go, well, because my feelings. Well, and you also don't have to go, you know, I am the Lord thy God, and, and thou shalt have no other gods before me. It's like, that sounds like a god that's really uncertain of their place in the world. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> Well, he's got all that competition, like from Zeus and from Odin <laughs> and from Jupiter, you know. Well, like, and from the Azeroth, like, keep keep trying to remain remind us that uh, it's but all instead but of Baal. but all, but all. You know that apostrophe makes a hard fucking stop. But all, it's like okay, cool. Go ahead and use apostrophes in your names. I bet you like Cadargo. A whole lot from, <laughs> from Farscape and whatever Klingon no, name know. that I can't think of right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, I tell him, you go your way, I'll go my way. <laughs> Just go, no way. We don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. So, everybody good? Why did you get us diversity kittens on Melting Pot Mountain? It's more fun to play with a ball of yarn if it has all the colors in it. And yarn should be allowed to marry dental floss. Franklin Graham is apparently having a very bad time. This comes to us from uh, Jason, or sorry, James Orvis, who sent us this pinknews.co.uk story about how uh, the Trump supporting a preacher who is known for praising Vladimir Putin's anti-gay laws and blaming gay people for a moral 9-11 is set to visit the UK at the start of Pride next month in June as part of an evangelical tour. It's not uh, going well. However, the plans are now coming apart at the seams. And the author misspelled seams. Shame on you. Uh, <laughs> after a number of venues booked his rallies, opted to cancel his appearances. Following decisions made from arenas in Liverpool, Glasgow, and Sheffield earlier this week, his appearances in Birmingham and Newport have now been dropped, while another in Milton Keynes is also set to be axed. So three of his legs of his UK tour have just been fucking just dropped. Like, no, <laughs> no, we're not going to have you anymore. A spokesperson from the Arena Birmingham confirmed to Pink News that his June 17th appearance had been canceled, saying, quote, Following a review of the Graham tour, Area Birmingham has made the decision to no longer hold the scheduled event at this venue. 
which is a nice way of saying, yeah, he's too way fucking bigoted to be on our stage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, a spokesperson told Pink News from the ICC Wales venue in Newport says, as a venue, our policy is to remain impartial to the individual beliefs of both our clients and our visitors, but over the past week, we have made been made aware of a number of views held and comments made by Graham Organization, which is incompatible with our own values of equality, diversity, and inclusivity. So, opposition to this event has come from numerous sources and from across the community. As a result of this, we can no longer reconcile the balance between freedom of speech and the divisive impact that this event is having on our community. We can we have informed the organizers of the event that the booking will no longer be fulfilled and it continues. ICC Wales is proud to represent all communities and looks forward to hosting events of all sizes, promoting Wales as a destination for business events and bringing huge benefits to the visitor economy. So, yeah, he's getting canceled all over the fucking map. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not fabulous enough. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully there's a milkshake brigade that's going to give him the baptism <laughs> he deserves. So the, the June 10th appearance at the Marshall Arena in Milton Kynes has, uh, it's Kenyes as it pronounces, as it's spelled, K-E-N-Y-E-S, but I'm going to say it's Kynes. That's I think it's that Kynes. shorthand British shit that you guys do over there. I don't. I yeah. think it, I think it's Milton Keynes. Like Keynes. I uh, think it, it is X. All right. So uh, it says it's going to be scrapped as well. A statement to Pink News said the Marshall Arena has taken the. Oh wait, let's see. It's where is this again? Um. Oh, wait, no, it's not Birmingham. Fuck, I missed my chance doing a really bad accent on that one. <laughs> Milton Keynes. So, the Marshall Arena has taken the decision to cancel the event to be held at the arena on June 10th. This decision has been taken due to our concerns that the event may lead to a breach of peace, which we believe would have been a disruptive effect on our staff, our numbers, members, oh, sorry, neighbors at Stadium MK, and the inclusive Milton Kynes community of his original eight, plan, eight planned tour dates. Just one has a venue. Newcastle's and Newcastle's about to drop them like a fucking hot biscuit here. Uh, Utilita, uh, Utilita Arena on June third, and Newcastle Council uh, leader Nick Forbes has called on the arena to drop Graham, saying, uh, "I don't think there's any room for him in our city. That kind of act does not match the values of our city." Which, yeah, so they're gonna drop him like a hot communion wafer. <laughs> well, well, I mean, in Catholic, I mean, not Baptist churches, it's like this weird, like rectangularish kind of cracker. Oh, it's a saltine. No, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> you're, thinking, <laughs> you're thinking way too flat. I'm thinking yeah. like of like smaller than my tip of my pinky here, like half of my tip of my pinky. Oh, it's and an it, oyster cracker. Uh, yeah, it's even tinier than that. So it's just, yeah, because. Presbyterians used to have little, they looked like sugar cubes, but they, they were like a little cookie in the shape of a sugar cube. This or like a little bad. rice wafer with a little plus sign or cross in the center. Oh, yep. Shit, I need to go to the Asian store. I need to get some rice crackers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they don't use gingerbread men. 
God, hey, that would be so hey, funny. I got something that you could put on the cracker, okay? Oh, man. No, that's not even cheese. Yeah. Oh, if Felicia was here, she'd be jumping in your shit for that one. That's, why, that's why I'm showing it. Oh, uh, man. Uh, my those... cat loves that stuff. That's how I actually use, use that as a um, reward for training purposes. Oh, God. It's for the- those listening on the podcast version of the show, that was Joe showing a can of Easy Cheese, which is the American version, which is essentially to say yoga mat in slightly American cheese form. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the blood of that's the blood of Jesus. Yes. <laughs> 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 oh god oh that that didn't even that doesn't even deserve a laugh <laughs> it's like one of those things where you work so hard at your jokes and then people laugh at the thing and you're like oh man <laughs> i made better jokes than that no <laughs> want to get in touch with the outcasts it's easy we're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker. Well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. We now return to Carl Sagan's Cosmos, edited for Rednecks. I'm Carl Sagan. Just how old is our planet? Scientists believe it's four... Hundreds and hundreds of years old. Scientists have determined that the universe was created by... God! Big Bang. If you look at the bones of a... Jesus! ...Nosaurus Rex, it's clear by the use of carbon dating that... Mountain Dew is the best soda ever made. Answers in Genesis is always good for a laugh. Uh, I'm sad that this one doesn't actually reflect Ken Ham at all, because it's him. It's uh, Bodie Hodge, the Canadian lady, and some skunk-haired motherfucker in the middle of everything. And I, yeah, I don't have any better terms for it, because it's just... He might as well just be called Hosehead for all I fucking care. Uh, that's a fucking deep cut. Oh, you guys might. need to go watch Strange Brew if you've never seen it before. God damn it. That's man. I'm dating myself with every fucking joke that I make this week. All right. So it's uh, Answers News talking about how uh, atheists are evangelizing, which is kind of funny because that's not our bag. Anyway, here we go. The Genetic Literacy Project, which is um, sort of like an evolutionary education site sort of um, place. <laughs> uh, they, they re-ran an article from that was from a couple of years ago, but they recently reposted it. So we thought we'd talk about it because it's starting to get some uh, um, comments and things again because they just reposted it. Teaching evolution to college students with creationist views requires innovative approaches. How you can make mm-hmm. it to college and be a, a creationist? I would actually be pretty impressed with that. I never met too many of those in college, but then again, wait, I did, I did go to college in Utah and it was Weber state university and they did, there was a lot of Mormons there, but Mormons don't necessarily have to hold to the creationist logic out there. I mean, their, their statement of faith says that they believe that there was a flood, but beyond that, there's nothing that says they can't believe in evolution. Uh, Kyle, am I wrong on this one? I don't know. No, they're they're really sketchy about it. 
they they gloss over it hard. Yeah, because it's hard to come up with a finite answer for their mm-hmm. belief. So, all right. Anyway, so this is talking about uh, what do you do? And, and first of all, it's just the stupid cartoon on the front. Like it, it's Jesus riding a raptor. Oh yeah, and they're mad about that. Of course, <laughs> okay, because... I love that picture. <laughs> I don't understand why this idea of Jesus riding a dinosaur, they keep using this. Because and why would it be using a single bit? Bridle? I mean, that doesn't even make sense. It, 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 uh, I hate seeing this picture. It's like, it doesn't, it's such a caricature of what creationists believe. It's so ridiculous. So just ignore it. That's the right. That's, me, yeah, that's more it's really accurate caricature really? of what it, creationists yeah. believe. It's, I mean, they say that, doesn't Ken say that there were dinosaurs after the flood? No, 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 because after the flood, the dinosaurs all died off. Oh, wait, no, how wait. could J.C. Rob Ryan? Hang on, hang on. Let me take that back, because they do talk about the chapters of the Bible where Behemoth was part of it, and dragons were also part of the Bible, but... Yeah, no, the, the point is, it is, it is a character that, that highlights the ridiculous nature of the claims. Which, which always makes me laugh, because I've, I have honestly thought, honestly thought on Utah Outcast, maybe having a debate with a creationist or two or something like that. I've thought about it. Never going to happen. Absolutely <laughs> never going to happen. Because what has to happen in order for you to have the, the conversation with a creationist? You have to concede that you are willing to accept that their book that says blank, blank, blank happened in order for you to have a conversation about it. But any creationist, if you go, okay, Take the Bible out. Now prove your shit. They're never able to make their case. There's nothing there that they can make their case with. So that that follows very heavily into my uh, hashtag fuck your book doctrine when it comes to uh, talking to Christians and, mm-hmm. and, and on this show here. So anyway, back to answers news. Right on a donkey. Oh. <laughs> Come on. But the article itself is all just talking to basically college professors and saying there are a lot of creationist students, um, some young earth creationists, a lot just being um, people who believe God created, coming into the college classroom. How do you convince them of evolution? How do you get them to leave the beliefs behind? And how do you get them to follow their religion, a secular humanism? Basically. This is basically an evangelistic article. Nope. (laughs) No. No. uh, uh, everybody that was in my introduction to anthropology class, where the teacher said, hey, look, if you're religious, you're going to be offended. <laughs> where they started talking about the origins of man, and they were able to back it up with scientific data, you know, actual fossils that came from the whole thing, and, you know, cultures that existed at the time. Yeah, it's kind of a death knell yeah. to the beliefs that came from written stories of, you know, storyteller tribes that existed in the Middle East. Well, you know, I I'm really am interested because they conservatives keep bringing up this secular humanism. But I remember when I was back in the 70s going to college and the philosophy that was starting to permeate and gradually took more and more hold was Ayn Rand's secular secular objectivism and that is really basically basically and she admitted that she was an atheist is basically secular humanism but of course it came out of ayn rand and her ilk 
Yeah, when I actually started my undergrad, um, intelligent design I was at, I guess, at its peak or yeah. peak in the uh, news uh, in the uh, news uh, stuff. But um, there was a lot of people trying to push young Earth creation and trying to bring it into the actual science classrooms, of which most science professors would just say, nope, please, please, you're not involved in this class, and this is my class. Well, I just laugh that every time I've had any kind of science class where they said, okay, this is going to butt directly against what you believe, they have to give like the warning ahead of time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> hey, it's like, hey, I realize that you're part of this grandiose church that exists specifically here in Utah. But at the same time, we have documents, we have science, we have data, we have all this other stuff that shows that what you believe is objectively, absolutely, and especially in my uh, anthropology professor's class, 100% completely fucking wrong because. I've gone to South America. There's no such thing as Nephites or Lamanites. So, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> anyway, answers news. How do you become an evangelist for evolution mm -hmm. to convert these backwater, confused creationists into the truth and that they would follow science? Wait, that's kind of like a double speak kind of thing there. Like, backwoods, yeah, <laughs> you know, creationists. Like, yeah, they're, they're, that's pretty much all of you. <laughs> yeah, they're they're conflating uh, in, uh, evangelizing with teaching. <laughs> you can't teach a subject without a, a, addressing some of these things. Uh, and if there are challenges to teaching a subject, you need to know how to handle those challenges, which is what they're talking about here. Yep, it's gross. Uh, one of the lines that jumped out right in the in the first page here, instead of writing those students off as lost causes, those who believe that evolution is not true, um, educators are trying different approaches to reach them. I mean, that's mm -hmm. the kind of language we'd talk about in evangelism. Mm -hmm. and sharing yeah, the they say that on the second page here. Creationists are not a lost cause. You can still evangelize them, basically. <laughs> uh, no, I guarantee that that article did not say that word evangelize. No, it did not. Oh, no. Look, back in the 70s, I still remember every assembly room, every room that could be reserved for some kind of, some kind of uh, organization was taken by the Campus Crusade for Christ. They were doing things every day, every day, multiple times a day. It's just, it, God damn it, it hurts to hear Answers in Genesis trying to say that you know, the people with facts and data and studies on their side are trying to evangelize to people that are believing stuff based off of a book that was cobbled together from many books that had to go through like multiple councils in order for it to be ratified as a holy tome that yeah. people need to research more on how the Bible was actually cobbled together. Like that's not saying to anything about the the the, uh, the Pentateuch of the original five books of the Bible, where like it's create it's great creation myth, and Joe, I might be speaking out of turn here, but most Jewish people they see the first five books, you know, Genesis all the way to Exodus and everything, and they go, "What a great mythology!" You know, it's it's not it's not everybody that believes mm -hmm. it is a hundred percent absolutely fucking true. 
no, you're 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 fine. You're fine. Yeah, I mean, secular Jews would believe that. I mean, it's secular secular Jews will believe that that's that that's well, that's mythology. But of course, you know, you have your Hasidics and your ultra orthodox Mm -hmm. that believe. Yeah, believe that it's absolutely infallible, just like the Christians with their King James obsession. Oh my God, the the new IFB people. God, it's uh, gross. Uh, All right, I'm gonna let them speak some more. But you know, I want to remind people of Titus one nine. Hold fast, uh, you know, to what we're taught, and uh, be prepared for those who uh, try to contradict God and His Word. You know, so I mean, we should know this kind of stuff is going to come. Yeah, one of the things that comes up. Is Titus actually a book in the Bible? I don't. It's a book. Is yeah. it really? Because yep. I, I keep thinking of the, you know, the comedian that never really went anywhere, Christopher Titus. <laughs> yeah, I watched. Yeah, that it's like a short book, like two too. seasons. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of the three pastoral epistles, along with First and First and Second Timothy. Oh, okay. And it basically describes the requirements and duties of elders and bishops. Well, thank you for the uh, the the knowledge there, Joe. I just <laughs> yes, I honestly brother. didn't know. I, I'm glad to know now, but it's it's at the same time I'm like that. You could say like from the book of Moishi, you know, this is the kind of thing that exists. It's like be like, okay, well, it's obviously a book in the Bible. I, I don't believe the Bible, but at the same time, it's like cool. I'm glad you have it codified into words. <laughs> Up in this article is that they're trying to say we need to. Uh, promote true science and teach them how to think scientifically and approach these topics, not just dump facts at them. And that's something I'd absolutely agree with. They yeah, say we should be too. teaching wrote, students how to think paper. scientifically <laughs> rather than learning facts as if they fell from the sky. Yeah. <sighs> they have one view and one interpretation of the data and every other interpretation of the data is well, satanic. Is satanic, it's laughable, it's not real, it never existed. Yeah, like the Soviets had with Lysenkoism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Joe, that's a deep cut, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anybody that might be questioning that, just rewind a couple of seconds, Google that, and fucking educate yeah. yourself. So. Yeah, <laughs> educate yourself on Lysenkoism. Absolutely. We want to do the same thing. Uh, we want to help people understand what evolutionary theory teaches. What are the actual ideas? We don't want to straw man. You're the worst person to ask about what evolutionism. Yeah. Oh, that's a, yeah, that's a no. weird term to begin with. Like, you are the last person I would go to, to ask what evolution actually teaches us about the world. Yeah, no, Christ, I, would, man. I would go, I would, I would go to, well, I mean, there are two. There are two branches, really. There's the the anthrop- anthropological side, and there's the biological side. Anything else is just fucking purely like uh, mm-hmm. conjecture. It's not actually backed up by data, you know. Yeah. <sighs> so that's all we got for uh, answers in Genesis. I, I'm sure they go <laughs> on for another. Oh, I'm sure know, they. I'm sure they yeah. do. And then there's a there's this is just it's just sad. It's it's really just sad. They are they are getting so upset because because people want to teach a subject and they they want to be able to teach a subject effectively. What they're what they're completely disregarding here is 
just because a subject is effectively taught and somebody understands it doesn't mean they lose their particular beliefs. They, you can you can understand you can understand something and still retain a specific belief that might might be completely counter to what you've just learned. Yeah, Georgia Purdom is a great fucking example of that, where mm -hmm. she can get this degree doctorate. No, let's remember that Georgia is a doctor. Mm -hmm. Um, that she has a doctorate in molecular biology, and she's a creationist. But she also graduated from a prestigious school. Yeah. You can keep what you came in with, mm -hmm. but you have to work within the data set that you are put into. Right. It's gross the fact that they're able to just go ahead and just go, you know, I don't believe any of that. That's what they're doing. I got my degree with it, but, you know, I don't believe it. Mm hmm. Oh, it's fucking weird. Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level, where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear, or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Outcasts for more information. Wow. You don't see that every day. This software is illegal in over 80 countries. You should never try to make your own dog. Okay, lock the doors. It's time for bullshit or bullshit you can buy. Goodbye, YouTube monetization. See ya. <laughs> actually, I don't know. With the new COPPA laws, maybe they're actually going to say, yeah, you know, this is all right. You know, it's adult content. It's not engaged towards kids. Uh, hey, put your ads over here. Well, according to Joe, it seems to be Trump ads. And the Good last time question. I looked at it, it was Bloomberg ads. And I'm like, Ugh, gross. So <laughs> anyway, we have uh, this bullshit. They, or bullshit that you can buy. The first one here, and we have Anwin with us, who's going to, of course, read it out to us. We're going to start with a nasal aspirator, which I did not look at this at all. So all four of us are going in completely blind to this one. And uh, Felicia's going to be sad because she actually she's not going to be sad. She didn't miss out on anything. <laughs> she's like <laughs> every week. I, every week I get notes from these guys saying you're a fucking masochist, man. What what are you doing? <laughs> Like, oh, oh, of course we're going to go after that. Yeah, let's go ahead and talk about that horrible thing that nobody wants to talk about. Yeah, X, that's a great idea for a Saturday night full of fun. Let's go do that. <laughs> anyway, so nasal aspirator. Go ahead, Anwin. The bullshit brand nasal aspirator helps to remove the natural nasal mucus of newborns, babies, toddlers, and small children when fighting colds, snuffles, and flu with the help of your household vacuum cleaner. Using the hose attachment. 
Because babies and young children cannot clear their nose by themselves, they are prone to a blocked and congested nose, making it difficult to breathe, eat, drink and sleep. Young children can expect to have 12 or more episodes of cold and flu each year. Holy only, shit, that's a lot. <laughs> the only effective method to relieve blocked and congested little noses is to use a nasal aspirator. The bullshit brand nasal aspirator was designed to provide a constant and sorry, a consistent and controlled suction using the strength from our common household vacuum cleaner, but not the power. The bullshit brand automatically regulates your vacuum's suction power to provide safe, continuous suction. Bullshit brand will safely, quickly, and very effectively clear your baby's blocked and congested nose and helps keep it clear. Handling of bullshit brand is simple, very easy, and straightforward. Even daddy can use it. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Very easy to clean and keep clean. It can be pulled apart to rinse and clean with hot water. Being transparent, it is easy to observe the removed mucus and monitor your child's progress back to good health. <laughs> you broke Joe. <laughs> is there a warning label for a shop pack, though, at least? <laughs> I mean, I have a Dyson. That will fucking kill whatever child that gets. You hook a, <laughs> hook a kid up to a Hoover vacuum cleaner. <laughs> well, I got a Kirby. That'll suck up batteries. So. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay, so mm -hmm. all four of us. Uh, is this bullshit or bullshit you can buy? And then we'll, we'll talk more about it because I've, I've got a story that I want to tell that for people out there that might be considering having children. I, I just want to I want to get that out there. So, all right. So we have Starter Cat saying bullshit. Joe, I think it's stupid enough that it can be bullshit. You can buy. Kyle, I'm pretty sure you can buy this one. I'm I'm in agreement with the the two other gentlemen. I'm going to say this is something you can actually buy. So, yes, Anwin, with go ahead. You can buy it. Yeah, it is. I call uh, the fucking FDA right now. <laughs> Fuck it. It's the baby vac nasal aspirator. Mm -hmm. And yes, you can buy it to suck your kids' brains out so they can grow up to be mindless <laughs> consumers of woo as well. Very easy to clean. Yeah, Use as frequently yeah. Um, as yeah. required. Look, look, I, th this is probably much more effective on a kid, okay? Don't hook your kid up to a goddamn vacuum cleaner. Now how how much would you think you'd pay for it? Uh, uh, people would probably be stupid enough to pay. Is, is it like one of those KTEL or Ronco things? Thirty nine ninety five for a pocket fisherman. It's kind of online version of that. Yeah, I'm going to give it fifty dollars. I'm going. That's where I'm going to go with there. No, I'll say thirty nine ninety five. It's it's in the neighborhood of fifty, probably sixty. Um, it's forty six sixty eight Australian, which is approximately thirty two US. Ah, so oh, wow. Joe's we the winner there. Bid. Overall winner, Joe. <laughs> without going, we all overbid. I, I, I should feel proud, you know, Australian brand bullshit. <laughs> that means she's okay. got to put up the next item for price for bidding on the prices right. <laughs> Tell us now, Johnny. No, I'm just kidding. We're gonna get to that one here in a second. But uh, for real though. Everybody that might be th that might check this video out, and if you're like five minutes into it, I don't know why you would finally realize here. Yeah, Joe saying saline solution. Yes, you put that up the nose. Mm -hmm. That's great. 
But there's sometimes where your kid has such a cold or something that you actually have to get the boogers out. And everybody might try to tell you, get this little vacuum suction pump thing that it's a very light, like suction to it. Don't get that. That doesn't work. What you need to get is a section of surgical tubing. We're talking Mm -hmm. like a good foot or so, because you don't want to hork up fucking kid mucus into your mouth. Yeah, you need to get something like that, Joe. Not the uh, not the rough, like hard on the outside, like the rubber kind that you yeah. can get. Yeah, the soft, soft, like the silicone latex. or the you know, yeah. latex, silicone, whatever you want to get, mm-hmm. and use that to aspirate your kid because using your own mouth suction to get the boogers out of your. So essentially, you are sucking with your mouth the boogers out of your kid's nose and everything. It's gross. But that's the fucking price you pay for having children. And with me, with me growing up with twins in a state where we have poor air quality and they got sick quite often, take it from your old man X here. Get a fucking length of surgical tubing that you could suck boogers out of your kid's nose. So you will fucking thank me later. So anyway, Anwin, mm-hmm. what's the uh, what's the next product that we have here? I believe in angels and no, their healing. Don't. And their healing protection. This is a stunning set of seven Archangel Bangles. Unique to Bullshit Brand and not available anywhere else, either on the internet or bricks and mortar stores. Each is adjustable and bears one of the seven. Each is beautifully detailed with his name engraved on the reversed. The seven are Gabriel, Uriel, Michael, Samuel, Joliel, Zadkriel, and Raphael. In oh, the there's Christ- no Ramiel, the, the one that I'm pointing to. You you guys that are watching us on the live stream are not going to see it, but the, the giant diamond thing that I have from Evangelion over my shoulder is fucking Ramiel. So anyway, sorry. Don't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. In, in the Christian tradition, the seven angels or archangels are related to the seven days of the week. How wonderful <sighs> to have them watching over you and reminding you of their protection when you wear them. Stack them all together or gift them to friends and family. The silver-plated bangles are fully adjustable to fit any wrist, supplied in a satin-lined box ready for gifting and sent via tracked shipping. I'll go first on this one. This is bullshit you can buy. This, this sounds exactly like some shit that the people that like their my pillows would buy. Yeah, you could probably buy this. Yeah, it, it sounds like something that TBN would be sending out for people stupid enough to send that sacrificial giving. Or that love offering. It's yeah, very, very, very close. This is very, very close to something you can buy. I don't think this is actually something you can buy. It's close, but I don't think this is a real thing. Kyle, you've just lost your touch, man. Of course you can buy it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> okay. To to give credit to Kyle, I just barely clicked the link here after I said what it was and I have the access to the document. It's available on Etsy. So, I mean, (laughs) everything is available on Etsy. (laughs) That's where angels dwell. (laughs) So it's not really a real thing. But you can buy it. I didn't make it up. That's the point. (laughs) Damn it. 
Oh, so, um, she's got some stuff lined up for us. She said, I'm ready is, for document two. So. This, is, <laughs> this is the last of the original batch, and I think that was like 18 or 20 or something like that. Uh, there's <laughs> over 50 in the next one because oh, no. I oh. found so much good stuff. <laughs> no, no, I have to ask, Anwin, should, should we – Play, should we play the pricing game and guess the price of this? You can you can do so. I have uh, to I have to abstain because I clicked the link, so you guys can go a, ahead and buy it. Okay, one. so it's a real thing. It's on Etsy. Uh, it's 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 over a hundred. Yeah, it's got to be. I'm going, least, I'm going for twenty five. One fifty. So hundred hundred fifty and twenty five. So the closest without going over is Sardicat. So. Mm-hmm. Because it's uh it's about seventy dollars Australian and I don't know what the conversion rate there is, Anwin. Uh, about forty seven US. Okay. So about Holy double crap. what you said, but nowhere For near seven, seven silver seven silver pieces? They're probably that's seven not, blaster that's pieces. Not, it's not 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 real. That's materials, no. charms, wire bangle, stacker bangles, silver plate. Tid bangles, so silver plated. Oh, so silver they're the plate. bangles, huh? Walk like an Egyptian. Mm-hmm. The disturbing thing is, I used to own a craft store, and I actually recognize all of these things. So the big thing about nobody else has them, and I'm like, yeah, I know which supplier you got all of that shit from. The whole thing is like maybe five dollars worth of stuff. Yeah, lobby, you, lobby. I have the markup. Yeah, it's it's you can. You can put all that together with a $5 bag of findings from a craft store. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, uh, there is so much woo out there, and I fell oh, down geez. so many rabbit holes. Well, this was the initial set that you had created for, uh, I believe what you said was like another show that was doing something like this. I mean, um, not 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 specifically that, but I'm, I, I know that this was not specifically tailored for you to outcasts. And so your next set. <laughs> yeah well this was this was Holy i used to play a game i used to play a game with friends while i was at work where we would go looking okay, for right. stuff and these were the ones i remembered and i found some others as well but yeah the next slot is <laughs> okay <laughs> mm. oh man oh, I, I can't wait <laughs> the, the, the christian um supply stores in particular were um painful i think is the word we're looking for <laughs> oh my god so uh overall winner here i think well, let's see it's sardicat because uh he got the closest without going over on one and was right twice so oh meanwhile i just want some adhesive medical strips <laughs> just call it a fucking band-aid man <laughs> i think that's still one of my favorite zim jokes <laughs> Oh man, Invader Zim! I haven't watched the uh, the Netflix thing. Is it worth? I haven't it? either. It's yeah. good. Yeah, no, it, is it's it good. good. Okay. It's worth it. Yeah. Is is Mark McKinney re- reprising his role as one of the elders? Uh, yeah. Oh, good. The ta- I, I yeah, the tallest. Because, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because I I'm a I'm such a fucking kids in the hall fan that I would fucking fanboy with something like that. So, all right, that's neither here nor there. We're getting done with bullshit or bullshit you can buy. Thank you, Anwin, for joining us. Thanks for uh, all of the hard work that you do for us on the show. <laughs> I really appreciate it. God damn it, these people. I'm still calling the FDA on that one. On that one <laughs> no, I mean, come that's on. That's the worst thing you could do is hook it up to a fucking, like, any kind of steady vacuum source. 
just uh, no man <laughs> it's like no. i can only imagine hooking it up to a dice and it would be like just brain matter coming out through the fucking tube it'd be like oh shit whoops whoops hey. oh man i, got I just life. had this image of all these kids who develop a phobia of the vacuum cleaner the way my dogs have my kids have that i'll post a video of it, my cat in the vacuum cleaner my kids have uh have inherited my uh slightly aspergerish symptoms where like like sound shit really bothers them. So like anytime I run the vacuum cleaner, it's like they, they panic when it goes on. So uh, it's a, uh, it's fun being one of my kids. Let me tell you. <laughs> Actually, that's a funny question. I should ask them later in the future when they're on the show, because that's going to happen, guys, this show is not going to stop. I'm going to be doing this for like another 10 years or so. And they're going to be old enough to come on and be like, so this is what you did every Saturday night. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. Yeah, kids. yeah, it's it's gonna happen. <laughs> oh, and your kids are gonna. We can oh, hand yeah. Kyle. Kyle, we can hand it off to the next generation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Utah and, outcast, the next generation. Well, Felicia's <laughs> gonna have to stick around because she doesn't have any brood. But <laughs> she I'm sure also more cats. <laughs> Kyle and I could be like, all right, all right, we're gonna take a week off. I'll I'll hit you. I'll, I'll help you record everything. <laughs> okay, we'll catch you next time with some more of this stuff. See ya. Yeah, there it is, the gay bomb. Look it up for yourself. I mean, this is what they're. What do you think tap water is? It's a gay bomb, baby. And I'm not saying people didn't naturally have homosexual feelings. I'm not even getting into it, quite frankly. I mean, give me a break. You think I'm like, oh, shocked by it, so I'm up here bashing it because I don't like gay people. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Do you understand that? Serious crap. I'm sick of being social engineered. It's not funny. The Church of England has come out recently. Okay. Bad, bad choice of words. The The Church of England, in its latest efforts, uh, this comes from a friendly atheist, in its latest effort to offer free marketing services for atheists everywhere, he says. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he's got some big news coming up where he's really excited about it. I hope friendly atheist gets like a like an actual newspaper or something that he's actually writing articles in. I don't know what it's going to be, but uh, the Church of England has reiterated that the only people who are allowed to have sex. Yeah. Let's go ahead and listen to the fucking church of England. <laughs> Nobody, you know, the church that was established so their king could fuck somebody. Else. <laughs> I'm, thinking Look at, I'm, I'm thinking of Terry Jones and Bonnie Python skip with Terry Jones was the bishop. Uh, we're Protestant. We can use a tickler. I can use. I can put a. It was I could too put late. A French tickler on my John Thompson. <laughs> the only people who are allowed to have sex, bloody Catholics, uh, are straight married people. <laughs> Everyone else, according to uh, Hibbert Meta here, says uh, <clears throat> abstinence for life. <laughs> God, what a terrible life. Uh, it comes by way of, quote, pastoral guidance, uh, telling its own leaders how to act now that same-sex couples are now allowed to be in civil partnerships in addition to marriage. Here's a quote from the church. The church seeks to uphold that standard 
in its approach to civil partnerships and to affirm the value committed sexually abstinent friendships with such partnerships. It adds, sexual relationships outside of heterosexual marriage are regarded as falling short of God's purpose for human beings. Oh, crap. That means I've got to get rid of my Sibian. <laughs> no, 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 Joe. That's that's just icing on the cake. That's what. That's how I read this whole thing here. It's like it's regarded as falling short of God's purpose. Okay, that just means it's icing on the cake. That that that's all I read from this. Mm-hmm. Like eighty sex outside of straight hetero marriage is just fuck. People people come to birthday parties not for like the cake itself, but the icing on the cake. If your icing is wrong, it's a terrible birthday. And you can't bring a friend. I'm just I'm just going to come out and say that that your phrasing there was terrible. <laughs> Who mine or sorry? <laughs> no yours. Oh yeah, I'm sure it is because I've people had come to the birthday that. parties for icing on the cake. Oh god. No. Oh no, they they come for the ice cream too, man, you know? They come for that Baskin Robbins. Come on. They, they, they don't want the cheap. They don't want the cheap crap. Baskin Robbins? Get. What do you think? I made of money there, Joe? <laughs> hey, that's what they come for. You've got to have that French vanilla. You know? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. The free, are we yeah. back to freedom vanilla? I, I, I don't. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't realize. I didn't realize so many people came so easily. Apparently, frosting and ice cream does it for them. Okay. I mean, you're. you're the biggest event that's going to happen at your birthday party, of course, of course, is going to be like showing Fudgy the whale to everybody. But oh yes, yeah, <laughs> gotta be Fudgy, man. It's gotta be Fudgy, not those cheap little flying saucers. You got to get Fudgy in all his glory. Who the fuck is the company that makes that one? I can't. Carvel. Remember. Carvel. There you go. Fudgy the whale with the commercials there, and they have a new one with chocolate and peanut butter. Man, I've been trying to eat really well, but th- like, I don't know how we get from butt fucking to like chocolate fudge, but I'm cool with it, you know. <laughs> it's a short trip. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. I mean, you could make it as interesting as you want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> but Kyle, that's falling short, as it says here, falling short of God's purpose for human beings. Well, nobody ever accused Church of England of being very imaginative. I mean, all you have to do is just go back and watch like Black Adder episodes of fucking <laughs> to see what the Church of England is really like. <coughs> or, oh my God, what was it? It was, it wasn't keeping up appearances where they had they went to the vicar all the time. I'm trying to remember what show it was where they had the vicar was like one of the main characters, but oh, but then there was the Monty Python dirty vicar sketch. Yeah, there was that one. And I'm trying to think of, uh, man, I don't know if the Church of England made it out to New Zealand, but I think wasn't bad taste essentially rotating around the fact that there was like a vicar character on that one. The the shit, it was was Peter Jackson. It was like one of his early movies that he made before he jumped to the United States. You know, before Meet the Feebles, he also did like Bad Taste, which was another one of those. Uh, you know, oh, I'm yeah, okay, 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 okay. No, yeah, I, I know, I know what you're talking about. Yes, yes, there was a 
Yeah, they're Anwin says yes, Church of England yeah. definitely in New Zealand. So Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, Fudgy the whale? Really? It sounds like a huge poo, the kind that makes you fear to flush. <laughs> yes, but I still remember as a kid I got the deluxe fudgy. And it was sprinkled with nuts all over it. God damn it, Joe. I'm glad you live in the gutter with us because the, the jokes just write themselves. And half of this show, half of Utah Outcast is just the jokes that other people make in their minds as they're consuming whatever it is we're putting out. To them. Oh, it's so fucking fun. You guys should join us one time. It's a lot of fun. We now return to A Crimbus Carol, starring Carol and Mr. Henderson. We're on this Panapaxel stuff, and they say do not drink red wine with it, but what could a couple glasses do? Uh, hey, did I tell you what uh, Carol allowed me to get myself for Crimbus this year? Can I tell him? Oh, boy. A new guillotine. Hmm? <laughs> she's a beaut. Really great. This is my seventh, but she's the best. I'm calling her Nancy. I'm having fun with it. Look at that bad boy. Hmm? Isn't that a beaut? Everybody should know by now that Dennis Prager is a easy target for Utah outcasts because, I mean, God damn it! like 90% of whatever he says is just objectifiably not fucking true, you know, or at the very same time, like easily falsifiable. I mean, he made a post on PragerU the other day where like it was taken out of context and it said the left is coming for your penis and it's just like really like i i'm not no no i mean kind of but i don't know man we're not coming to like take anybody's tip of their dick or anything like that that's that's christianity <laughs> but not anyway there I was is eight years old not there is this uh, Dennis Prager video that's been circulated circulated by Jason Campbell out there where uh, he talks about how what people say privately, especially in relation to Trump, is not an accurate indicator of a person's character. That's the exact 180 degree opposite of what that says to me. What they say when no cameras on them, what they say when they think that nobody's listening is a hundred percent of what that person really thinks of the world. Yeah. You're it's more likely to be an accurate representation than Right. So I'm gonna go ahead and let this play and uh we'll interrupt as we see fit. Here we go. My point is not Trump. My point is not what he said. My point is this. I don't care what people say privately, nor should you. That is not an accurate indicator of a person's character. Is and like we just said, fuck you, because that tells us exactly who they are when they yeah. think that they're in the clear yeah. and they're able mm -hmm. to say whatever the fuck they think is on their mind. Yeah, like what Billy Graham Cracker said to Nixon on the tapes about the Jews. <laughs> you find yeah, out exactly. what you find out you find out just how much of an anti-semite billy graham cracker one with the emphasis on cracker billy graham it's the same it's the same idea uh the way somebody treats um the wait staff at a at a restaurant 
Yep, that says a lot is, about who that person is. <laughs> is a good a good indicator, a good barometer of somebody's character. All right, here we go. Wait, fuck, it's not YouTube. It's uh, Twitter. Yeah. Clear. Private talk is not an indicator of a person's character. Somebody didn't listen to but the you, Nixon tape. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> Dennis Prager is plotting the death of all the liberals and the leftists privately. I I still am going to say that, like, whatever I say when I think that nobody's watching is 100% of the person that I am. Mm -hmm. it, it's only when you think that you're being watched, that you think that you're being listened to, that you think there might be some sort of, like, social negativity assigned to whatever opinions you might espouse that you are changing who you are fundamentally. Right. So essentially what we're saying is uh, it's pointless to virtue signal privately. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you're right there, Kyle. <laughs> anyway, more of this shit. There is no one, no one alive who, if everything they said privately had been recorded and then allowed to the world, could not be made to be looked like a terrible person. Well, Especially I think you're wrong you, there, Dennis. Dennis. <laughs> I think you're wrong you. there because I always assume that somebody is listening to whatever I'm saying. That's what, that's what happens when you are a megalomaniac. <laughs> God damn it. Megalomaniac. <laughs> you know, when <laughs> you think that the world hangs on every word that you might say. And it's not so much that, it's just the fact that I'm not stupid there, Dennis. I know that the Amazon is listening to me. I know that Google is listening to me just based on the products that I have in my house. Fuck, my iPhone that I have right here next to me is constantly listening for the fact that I'm saying, hey, Siri. God damn it, I need to fucking... Okay, close it. <laughs> for me... It's listening. It's listening to everything that I say, and it's probably uploading it to you, to Apple at the same time as, you know, my Google sending it on to Google and my fucking Amazon thing is sending it on to Amazon. Like, look, man, what I say in public has a lot. What I say in private, sorry, private has a lot to do with what is going on in my own world. There's no such thing as private and public anymore there, Dennis. I mean, if there is such a thing as private, it has to be people hanging out inside of a room that is like, mm, let's see, won't allow cell phone traffic out. You know what? I can, It just gets fucking deeper and deeper into fucking conspiracy theory shit at this point. So uh, I'm going to let Dennis say whatever else he's going to say here. That person doesn't exist. The whole point or a point of private talk is to vent, is to feel free to vent, is to say silly things, is to say gross things. I don't. I don't oh, to say racist mm -hmm. things or. So you, know, you can be not polite. Things, or to mm -hmm. say, you know, sexist things or um, misogynistic no. things or. I bet if he was talking about a. He wouldn't be saying the same thing about Barack Obama. Oh, I remember what he said about Barack Obama. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, you can't judge him by that. He was saying that privately. 
<laughs> he's a polite individual. Sometimes he's not quite polite. <laughs> he can politely say, I want to do bad things to leftist people. Oh, but he's willing to accept. But he'll do it politely. Millions of dollars from the Mercers and the Cokes and everybody uh -huh. else to mm -hmm. say whatever the fuck else he wants to say. All right, hang on. I don't think that that should be the, the great majority of your conversation, obviously, but but that is one of the elements of private talk with friends, with a spouse. I mean, think of what people have said. I always give my example of you would think I hated every group on Earth if you heard what I say about bad drivers. <laughs> yeah, we heard what you said about Maxine Waters and you sure didn't like and you sure don't like. Well, yeah, yeah. that just I'm, says to me that Dennis obviously needs to be canceled <laughs> <laughs> just I because just, the, the very simple fact of all of the stress that we have to deal with when it comes <laughs> to being cut off in traffic or, you know, whatever else you're talking about in traffic makes him jump to the case where he's like, yeah, there's no such thing as a boundary anymore. I'm just going to call Jewish people the K word. I'm going to call black people the N-word. I'm going to call uh, Japanese people the N-word as well. I mean, there's all sorts of things where this guy is like, obviously, whenever he gets cut off in traffic, he's just jumping straight to a fucking racial slur. <laughs> I mean, like, that's, that's, kind of what, that's kind of what it sounds like. But No, no, no. Don't I believe mean, that guy. That's not the guy mm. I want you to hear. The one that's tailored for every audience out there on Earth. That's who I want you to listen to. Right. God damn it. Whatever group the bad driver is in, I hate that group for that minute. <laughs> yeah, that's, but that's, that's, no, that's not, uh, no, that's not no, how that works. Uh-uh, mm, not with, not no, with Dennis. Just the driver. Just not, that minute, which oh, is Oh, no, no, not just that minute when it comes to Dennis. Well, even and, if it were just that minute, even if it were just that minute, that makes you a terrible person. If you hate an entire group of people because of something one person did, no, that makes you a terrible person. You hate that person. You can hate that person all you want. Yeah. But the but, minute you but say, the, but the entire, oh, hey, this person is a member of X community. I now hate all of X community because of action Y. It's just, right. God damn it. Men, women, this ethnic group, this ethnic group, this religious group, it doesn't matter. Of course, but because it, it doesn't mean anything. It means nothing. No, Dennis, it does I actually mean, mean quite it, a bit. It does, yeah. be, it does mean something. It does mean something. <clears throat> but, but there's also we're also talking about two completely different things here. Because what we're talking about with the Access Hollywood Day, with what with what uh, Donald Trump was saying and describing, he was describing his own actions and his own personal uh, thoughts and beliefs on a subject. What you're talking about here in your car is, it, sure, we could describe accurately as, as venting. I mean, albeit venting in, you know, sexist, homophobic, racist ways, but still, you're venting about a thing that's happening you're you're taking it to a ridiculous place but sure two very different things yep so yeah that's uh that's dennis prager in a nutshell right there where he's like uh i'm okay you know not going after individuals but 
entire swaths of groups, mm-hmm. depending on how I may feel about them at that moment. Right. 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 Instead Although I think going... it's funny. I just, I think it's funny that he brought up specifically uh, the example of driving, you know, yelling at other drivers <laughs> and his examples were, you know, sex, ethnicity, religion, sexual orientation, but never like, I don't, you know, fuck all the people who drive blue cars. Yeah. Dodge drivers you know? or versus Chevy driver. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a BMW driver. Of course, <laughs> all them, all them, all them BMW drivers. No, no, no. Let's just, let's get any excuse I have to call somebody the N word. Let, let's right. just go ahead and go with that or the, uh, I bet he's actually looking at the color of the skin of that driver. So he's like, make sure he gets the right ethnicity. Right. Yeah. Right. He's got to pay close attention. You know, I can't remember the last time I actually like registered who was driving a car. Any physical features about them whatsoever? No, it's the color of the car or the type of car. Right. And so that's, uh, that's Dennis for you. He's a, oh my God, he is just outwardly the most fucking bigoted person that I've ever listened to on the internet. I can't say ever. That's a bit. No, we, we listen, we, we listen to, we've listened to quite a few, (laughs) but I mean, he's, he's pretty bad when, especially when it comes to the fact that he's trying to muddy the waters here when he talks about, oh yeah, he's making the waters very muddy, you know, like I, I'm not talking about all of these people. I'm talking about the bad ones of that group. It's like, I'm not talking about all the black people in the world, just the N words. <laughs> it's just like, ugh. <sighs> I hate this guy so no, much. I, it's, <laughs> don't get me. Oh, I want to say some stuff, but you're going to hit the beep button. What, what beep button? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm, you don't have a beep button, Joe. God damn it. Say a cuss word. Say it. You've said mother, father. You've said all these other words. Just say, fuck you, Dennis Prager. <laughs> say it. Say I, it. I, Dennis Prager, I hate your mother fucking ass. I hate every mother fucking Excellent. subatomic particle that is captured inside your utterly corrupted body, you. Oh. And go you. fuck your dog too. Oh, <laughs> no, this is no, all. This is no, all. No, 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 this no. is this is all said. This is all said privately. You you can't hold this against you can't judge us, us at all. Or judge us for 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 any of these comments. You you racist, homophobic, sexist twat. Oh my god! Is that how that works? It is now. Can we, can we do that? I'm just going to say that forever. Whatever uh, comments from trolls we get, be like, oh, you're racist. <laughs> Even if it may not be racism, I'm just gonna say it. No, they're just a bunch of b holes. They don't have what it takes to be an a hole. Kyle, is that a <laughs> Batman 1989 Tumblr that I keep seeing? There? Yes, it is. <laughs> Damn. I just noticed because I noticed the bat sigil was the one from like the nine from like the early nineties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My wife still has her Batman Returns McDonald's cups. <sighs> oh man, you, Michael! You Keaton. can't you can't drink out of those. 
<laughs> no, they're too much of a collection. <laughs> no, they're like laced with cadmium or something. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, yeah, you see, um, Dennis, we don't care <laughs> about you at all. We're more worried about what people are fucking drinking from. <laughs> I hope Dennis drinks from one of those cadmium uh, plated heavy metals, right. you know, going right. into your uh-huh. bloodstream, you know, like the people in Flint. Yeah. Right. I'm see, there, see private, privately, privately, we, we hope very bad things happen to you. So as uh, the Bloodhound gang puts it out there, I hope you die. <laughs> privately. Privately. You know, you're not right. supposed to hear that, but you know. Right, right. In Minecraft. <laughs> In Minecraft, yes. <laughs> I forgot about that one for a bit. <laughs> I hope you die in Minecraft because you'll drop all that loot. <laughs> and I'll be able to go and pick up all those experience points that you're leaving behind so I can go and uh uh get my shovel with uh unbreaking level three. I play a lot of <laughs> in Minecraft, y'all. <laughs> well, that about does her wraps her all up. And it was a pretty good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darned human comedy keeps perpetuating itself down through the generations, westward the wagons, across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. Say, friend, get any more of that good sass All right, folks. Well, that does it for us once again this week. Uh, As I'm doing the editing right now, it is the snowpocalypse that we are finally getting here in Utah. They were talking about it's like 40 mile per hour winds in the fucking dead of night with snow blowing around. Kind of crazy. I didn't expect this to happen tonight. Anyway, uh, that does it for us this week. If you haven't already, please make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the other content we put out there for everybody each and every week. Better yet, become a patron and don't miss anything because... I do a lot of work for your patrons, and so they, they all appreciate it, and that's why we have a lot of fucking happy customers, and you could be one of them as well. I already told you what to do there. Anyway, this is the part of the show where I list those wonderful people, including the new ones that we have, and uh, thank them all for their generosity. I mean, because this show continues to go because the fact that I can I can go to my wife and say, look, it's making, it's making money and it's paid for stuff. Can I keep doing it? No, I'm just kidding. She doesn't have me on that short of a leash. I'm being funny, being funny. So anyway, let's go ahead and get to that list of patrons. And starting it off with our newest patron, we have Lenora Lee. And then we have Amber Mulvaney, Andrea Brooks, Becky Fairley. I'm loving the artwork. Bicycle Legs, Brooke Moffat, Cindy Spear, Colby Rasmussen, Coral Van Marl, who's another new patron out there. Cupcake Chaos, Hopswatch, James Kenyon, James Russell, Jessica Marshall, Karen Sheets, Madeline Welsh, Michael Murphy, Randall Gaz, Robert X. Stacy Startzel, The Godless Revolution, Tina Coley, Tom McDonald, Winter Solstice 93, Andre Skabinski, Ben Roberts, Bob Simpson, Chris Turner, Daisies, who I've been really loving the fact that you've been coming to the patron show, so keep doing that. You're awesome. Econ, Gary Gurfin, Henry Hutanen, Jeffrey Brown, Josh Crow, Keith Young, Kevin Bodden, Kimberly Kellogg, Kyle Johnson, Lawrence Quinn, Lotta Nilsson, Mooney Feathers, Rob Foster, Satan's Little Monkey, Stellar Monstrosity, and Trickster. And then we have a uh, Aaron Painter, Andrew Medina, 
Anchala Dick, Anwin Davies, Bob Koenig, Cecilia Antonio, Chuck Patanod, uh, Corey Vanderpool, Dave Lindop, Freethinker215, and Monty Burns support the Satanic Temple. Excellent. Gary Smith, Joshua Abadie, Karen Sheets, Keith Kingsbury, Lisa Riddell, Malleus Farmentum, nay, Mr. Bible Pants, Mike Smuda, Mike Yoakum, Nancy White, Or Toothman, Patrick Neary, Ray Kerfont, Robert Levine, Rosabelle Howden, Some Random, Terry Tryon, Tinfoil Hat Society, Tracy Harden, Ugly German Truths, and then we have Ardwin, who was lacking this week. We missed you there, buddy. Angelica Pearson, CPT Miller 132, David Hicks, Jeff Linville, Jacob Bream, Michael Lundgren, Michael Thompson, Raccoon King, who is one of our newest patrons that we have. They they joined up right as soon as I finished recording this week. We have Sosh, Stephen Andrus, Tim Smith, Will Nash, Any Mouse and Friends, Big Sky 1889, EJ Allen, Grand Priapism, Haley Wozniak, Joseph, Michael James, Michael Lord, and Jazza G. Thank you all so much for your wonderful support. I I, I love every single one of you, and that's not me being facetious. I, I really appreciate the fact that, that you guys do contribute to the show. It makes doing this so much more fun that we actually have a budget for stuff. So thank you, thank you, thank you for that. However, I need to remind folks, like I always do, that if you can't afford to share your love for the show monetarily, you can always show it in so many other ways, such as finding us on YouTube and subscribing there, or simply leave us a review on whatever service you use to catch us on. Yeah, I ended the sentence with a preposition. Uh, you can always shoot us an email or a text. It's mailbag at utahoutcast.com. Or you can just send it to the letter, the name of the person that you want to send it to. Kyle at Utah Outcast, Felicia at Utah Outcast, X at Utah Outcast, if you want to get me directly. Uh, let's see, the text number 347-669-3377. We always have that open. And we're happy to hear from everybody and everyone. And uh, let's get some voicemails going, guys. But with that, it's time to bring episode number 281 to a close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome. It's time once again for that amazing segment that we have done. Oh my God, we've done, we've put out as many of these as, it's not quite the amount that we've done with uh, uh, the secret patron shows that we do out there. It's close, but it's not anywhere near that. We have some, God damn it, it, it fucks with my brain to think about how the longevity of the show has continued since we started up, Kyle. We, we started this not exactly expecting that we'd be at this for, uh, I don't know, what are we at? Almost five years now? Uh, end of five years, so start of oh, six? Yeah, yeah, just about, yeah. So yeah, this is episode number 88 of Comments from Trolls, and any of you fucking neo-Nazis out there are going to be like, Heil Hitler! Nope, 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 nope. 
So the first comment that we have is from a person that deigns to call themselves B.A. Baracus. And you are not Mr. T, so fuck off. So, and you're definitely not a member of the A-team. So. And we don't pity that fool. <laughs> I pity the fool. I pity uh, the fool, yeah. And this was on a video. God, this was a long time ago where it was us watching an Answers News video about Gavin Grimm. Oh, this is, is the, from the back catalog. Okay. This is from a while ago. Like, and so every once in a while, we'll get a great comment from somebody that's just trolling through old shit. Be like, oh, fuck you. You know, it's like, all right, cool. All right. Whatever you're mad about there, but <laughs> buddy. Uh, B.A. Baracus says, it's not bigoted. It's the truth. Us talking about how, how dare they make a person that is a transgender uh female to male transgender person you know have to go to their own bathroom because they don't dare let them go to any of the other bathrooms that respond to their gender that they uh relate to they're not your pronouns if they're coming out of my mouth yeah no fuck you <laughs> yeah you're just misgendering somebody at that point yeah uh they are my words and I won't use my words to go along with your delusion. And this is the part that really threw me. And I wish Felicia was here because she would have some shit to say about this one. This person goes on to continue to call us fucking or fascist fucking pigs. Because we dare to say that them misgendering somebody is harmful. I, I so he, he has a problem with uh, restrooms, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, he better not come to Los Angeles, where now the city council has mandated that all restrooms are now gender neutral. Mm-hmm. I am here for that. You know? It's yeah. Like, just go right. to a bathroom, do your fucking business, mm-hmm. and get out of it. That's all you need to do. It's like, it's crazy. Right. I mean, it, it, I, don't, I don't know of a better example of... St- somebody not knowing a single thing they're talking about right and and calling us fascists fascists they called the utah outcasts the the omega male beta beta soy boy cuck fucking like (laughs) lefty (laughs) communist uh, however many like derogatory terms that you could possibly think of to call this show especially when you combine all three main components of the show Mm mm-hmm you're calling us fascists? It's like somebody just read Jonah Goldberg's book too many times. <laughs> you're, you're... <laughs> no, they just read the back cover. <laughs> no, they tried to. They just saw the cover. They couldn't. They couldn't. They 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 couldn't go. They. I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm stuff like this just. <laughs> I just find it funny that somebody's calling us us fascists when we're decidedly anti-fascistic. It's like, it's like, okay, you watched one video, one, one video and left this comment. Like, did you go and watch anything else? And you're like, oh, wait, oh, never mind. No, that's not how it went at all. So, no, uh, of course not. And B.A. Baracus continues saying, has nothing to do with God. It's objective biology. No. Objective biology. Uh, objective. As opposed if, to subjective. If mm. you're talking if you are talking about sex versus gender, that's a whole nother can of worms. That's a whole other can of worms. Gender is not biological at all. 
No, not at fucking all. Uh, Anwin from the audience says, Don't you understand? Fascist now means anyone who doesn't agree with my politics. Like <laughs> <sighs> You're talking about... There was nothing in there to say that we were wrong for saying that trans rights are human rights. There's nothing in there for them to say that Gavin Grimm was actually a female when, in fact, it's trans man. It's just... Is a man, a trans man are men. I, I don't give anybody who, oh my God, anybody who's willing to join the community of fucking toxic masculinity gets the fucking, it gets the fucking card. You know, you're <laughs> any, anybody that's willing to live in this performative masculine society mm-hmm. is willing. God, if you're willing to take that shit on. All right, great. I'm glad to have you along for the ride because at least you understand what it's like from the other side. Just, uh, it just fucking blows my mind that this person's like objective biology. Okay, yeah, you're looking at fucking chromosomes. That that's that's what objective biology means to me. <laughs> well, and anybody who anybody who's who's done any kind of any kind of cursory study of of chromosomes uh, will realize that it's not that objective at all. Okay, so most chromosomes look the same. (laughs) So the next one that comes up from is somebody that calls himself pro lifer. So original, you do comment on this one. So uh, this was me talking about the uh, coronavirus that was coming out of Wuhan, Mm -hmm. and I was trying to tell everybody on the video that you know, hey, China may be like a shithole country when it comes to like human rights for its citizens and everything. But at least they know how to organize when giant fucking things like this happen. They are they are fairly organized, yeah. But it was a uh, it was Rick Wiles talking about how, uh, yeah, of course Rick Wiles talking about how this is uh, justice for parents transgendering their kids, and he literally said transgendering <laughs> as a verb, and I've never heard that before, but. Pro-lifer says, yes, with an extra S. They pushed children on transgender. This is a fact. Sure it is. Sure. Mm -hmm. Um, I have no experience in any of my children being trans or anything. Kyle, I don't know if you want to say anything about your situation or anything, but it's obviously not something that you and Carly pushed on. You know, it's not. No. You're, no, it's, this was it's a, a thing where your your child comes to the realization where they're like, "Hey, I'm not comfortable in the skin that I'm in. There's yeah. something that doesn't make me fit with the quote unquote binary that exists out there." You yeah, know? no, this is this is a this is a, a journey and and something that they have discovered uh, about themselves, and that's entirely, you know, they will walk in and say uh this is what i'm thinking at at this point in time and we say okay you are my child i love you i am with you with whatever step of the way that this is going to be (laughs) because that's how fucking easy it is there people so yeah uh nishant thakur says uh okay so when i was i was Kinda like baby step defending the communist government of China. Baby step, you know, just saying, hey, yeah, they're terrible, but 
you know, they offer free health care to their people. They also take care and make sure people have jobs, you know, that kind of thing. Well, I'm I mean, not saying it's great, but I'm just saying that well, and as far as America claiming we're the <clears throat> best goddamn nation on the planet, we're no longer able to be able to say that. We're not no, exceptional. Yeah, we've we've anymore, lost guys. that. We've lost that one. We've lost that argument for a good while. Yeah. yeah. So Nishant said, first, read a book about communism, you stupid fat fuck. It's a bit personal. I mean, yeah, I'm fat, but do you do you have a particular recommendation? Yeah, what kind of book on communism should I read there? Because <laughs> there, are, there, are quite a, there are a few. By the John well, I mean, Birch first of all, good luck, Nishant, making me read any book right now. I'm 40. <laughs> I've got books I have to read for my job. I have books that I need to read for the show. Making me read something outside of those overlapping magisteria is not going to happen. That's why I read a lot of comics is because I can be like, I feel like I accomplished something by reading these 200 pages. So stupid fat fuck. Okay. I'm not stupid. I am fat and I am a fuck. So, I mean, uh, in communist country in mm -hmm. Kazakhstan is very nice. Uh, <laughs> government, government is not people because they took it. They took umbrage with the fact that I said that governments are people. Well, yes, motherfucker. Governments are people. They are literally people that you either you have in, elected into that office mm -hmm. or they have become persons that are in that office. They are still people without the people. That office doesn't mean a fucking thing. But I bet NT thinks the corporations are people, X. Oh, I'm sure they do. And this next line is the one that fucking throws me for a loop. And people can't change their government. That's not how it works. Um, boat? That is exactly how it works. Look, the main message in The Rise of Skywalker, and yes, I'm bringing it up to get fucking nerds mad about this whole thing, <laughs> is that there are more of you than there are of the fascists that are trying to keep you from attaining whatever kind of culture that you want to live in. That's the same thing in communist China. There's not that many people in the government of China that can withstand pressure from the entire country of China. Do they... Maybe they skipped over this chapter of the book on communism that they read, but China wasn't always a communist government. It was a fucking they, autocracy. They it was a fucking empire. Yeah. <laughs> they they became that way when the people of China decided to overthrow their current government and and, and make it that make emperor, it in make it a new one. They put that emperor into a re-education camp. Yes. Motherfucker, governments are people. <laughs> what yeah. are you trying to say here? <laughs> <sighs> and the last one that we have is because I want to move on is uh, Kevin Frazier says this four four words, four simple words here mm -hmm. that says. You guys are idiots. That doesn't mean we're wrong. Yeah, I mean, Felicia <laughs> had a good quote about that it was like, yeah, I'm rubber, you're glue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
But I'm like, okay, you guys are idiots. I, I'm not going to dig too far into this because I don't want to seem like I'm scraping at my asshole to find the inner, the third eye to find whatever vision I can find of the next universe that exists out there because it doesn't exist. But I'm just saying, you guys are idiots. Kevin, what have you brought into the world? <laughs> you were so mad that you had to come to the Utah Outcast channel and leave a shitty little comment about how we're dumb. <laughs> it's just like, I, I get where Felicia's coming from. You're rubber we're glue. And it's like, and everybody else leaving shitty comments and stuff. It's like, these don't affect us at all. <laughs> I mean, hell, for one of these people out there, I can't remember if it was BA or uh, Nishant Thakur, where I said, hey, pay attention to YouTube next week to find out when your comment makes it on comments from trolls. Like, <laughs> I'm very outwardly outwardly saying to everybody else out there, like, yeah, we're using your mean shit as commentary. We're going to be able to make money off of your stupid shit. And we can goof on it. And well, that's the it, funny thing. Is well, like, you guys are idiots. Yeah, I'm a fucking idiot. Are you kidding me? It's like, yeah. well, thanks for thanks for thanks for increasing <laughs> the uh, the engagement count of the video. I share and subscribe. So disagreed with. Yeah. Oh yeah, we haven't been doing that this week. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. Scrap yeah, the whole thing. Me 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 me, but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.